0: 105 in Edmonton, our number, number two Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Mark Spector, a rare Spector appearance in studio. Well, you weren't allowed in studio until about a month ago here, so there you go. It's great seeing you again. Of course, you were up in our broadcast location at Roger's Place. Yes, a little warmer here, Bob. Yes, yeah, a lot warmer. Actually, Mark, Further I away though. You, if there's no ice in Roger's Place, it's quite nice there. Okay. Yeah, it's the you know, rare occasions that we've done shows there. Uh, Oilers now brought to you by Digitex, digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned in Operated place to buy office technology and software. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. Of course, our uh, River Cree Resort and Casino hotline is 7804960063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it. SportsNet Spec here for the horses. Presenting live Third Red Racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino you know, parking and admission are free for more information. Head to thehorses.com.
1: Ready to get back to work here, Bob or what?
0: Mark, I've been working the
1: whole time. Like, <laughs> okay, I've been off. I know you have. We <laughs> so, know. so you should be asking me. Yeah, I am Bob, as a matter of fact, ready to get back to work. Uh, Mark, are you ready to get back to work? Yeah, I think are you golfing on Tuesday in the Barry Gates uh tournament? Tournament, yeah. Uh yes I am. What can I offer you to not be in my foursome? Do you really what's, think? What's them? your price, Bob? <laughs> what do you got on you right now? <laughs> uh, luckily, I'm not carrying a lot of cash these days. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, should be a fun tournament. Always is. Get the media guys together. Knock a yeah. golf ball around.
0: Have a formal, informal conversation? Those never work, though. That's the problem with formal, and informal, right?
1: No, a couple of years ago, or several years ago, they did one of those. Because uh, uh, it
0: rained all morning. We got rained out. Yeah, That's so we happened. did an
1: organized off-the-record with Peter Chiarelli, and he said all this stuff off-the-record that I didn't want off-the-record because I want to learn it on the record so I can use it. So but a couple it, people arrived late. And walked in and started using all the stuff. You know, all of a sudden, you're listening to the radio, and it's like, wait a second, I thought we weren't supposed to report uh, yes, that. Yes,
0: none of this was supposed to be reported on so this doesn't guy. Work so well. well, you know what I'd say, anyhow. You
1: huh? know, the thing about Kenny Holland, just for you folks out there, if he did an off the record, he'd be awesome. But then if you sat down with him two days later on the record, he'd probably tell you most of the same stuff anyway. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he doesn't have, like, there's not a lot of closed book with Ken. When it comes to transactions and and respect, you know, other people's conversations, oh, yeah, for sure. But when it comes to, you know, who Ken Allen is and what you want to ask him about, he's a very open book, and we enjoy that.
0: Well, it's uh, an interesting situation that the auditors are in because I, I and I'm going to actually read a text to KDK because some people have said, Spec, well, you know, the team went two rounds in 16 17, probably, you know, should have found a way to get in at least in a conference final that year. I mean, you take a look at how they lost that Anaheim series. They, they
1: lost a series that an inexperienced team loses, right? Yeah, like, that's a more, right. Or whatever. It, it happened. But, I was so, less disappointed that they lost that series in terms of watching the Oilers and more disappointed that it, it they fell off a cliff after that. And, and so that's that the loss didn't A lot give them of fans
0: are like, oh, you guys, you're picking the Oilers. We've been down this path before. Let's go to Katie. Katie's yeah, no. text. Here we go. Guys, I love the, when people try to compare the 17-18 team with today's Oilers. In 17-18, the Oilers lost their best defenseman, Sakra, and although he's a fan favorite, Clefbaum proved he couldn't be a top-pairing NHL defenseman. The Oilers are better this year, and similar to Bouchard, the Oilers have let Broberg over-ripen, and he will come in as a monster this year, says KDK. Broberg and Fogle will be 10 times better this year. Stanley Cup final, Bucket. That one Whoa. comes to us from KDK, who's not uh, always been a Bucket type guy. It's interesting he talks about Fogel because Fogel was, Fogel didn't, he got very little time with the top end guys last year.
1: But he's, 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 he's never came line. here as a guy that's going to get any he's time with the top end guys. He's guy. a third line player.
0: Right. He's a third line guy that plays kind of, he doesn't play an overly physical game. Hmm? Right, he can take the puck to Lynette, but he's not. No, he's, I do think it's a po- it's a possibility that he has a better offensive season this year. I really do. Oh, well, yeah, for sure, it's a possibility because he wasn't very good offensively last year. But it's hard to score double ditch, uh, double yeah. digit even strength goals, Mark. That's the one thing that I think most fans recognize. So. You know, it's, and we're not quite, like, we know, look, we know McDavid, Settle, Nugent, Hopkins, Hyman, Kane, probably Yamamoto in the top six, okay? Well, oh, that's though a lot of argument, guys. Though an argument could be made, you could have Fogle with McLeod and Yamamoto, those three guys, hang out together. Yes, the Puglia RV. I think TBA on that front, is that fair? Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you know what the shooting percentage was in the final 37 games of the year? What? 4.3% at even strength.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So the year before, in the the pandemic year where they only played in the Canadian division, uh, he was at 11%. He Dang. was at 10% through the first 28 games this past season when he had 23 points. Then he gets COVID, then he gets hurt, then nothing goes in for him. And he drops to four point three percent over the final thirty-seven games.
1: Now we're about to find out. Shoot, wait a second. And shooting percentages, is, is a fa- as everybody knows is only count shots on goal. Right. Right. It doesn't count all the times he missed the net from prime scoring opportunities. Right. So which my
0: concern was opportunity costs. What is the opportunity? This guy is not finishing. At a, now, now here's the thing. I think we could see a scenario where a team. That has an analytics template in their organization would sit there and
1: make the bet on him bouncing back and going the other way. Well, it, it hasn't happened yet. It's not yeah. happening now. Well, and, and, it's not happening now. Even Bob. if he, even if he, you don't think there's any chance he's he gets... not getting traded before the season starts. It's it's the okay. training camps in two weeks. No one's making trades now. It's okay. done. If you didn't want him, if you wanted him, you got okay. him. Okay, well, that's just what history well, tells us. Well, do you think they could get a second round draft choice for him? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, sure, somewhere. Uh, do uh, let me throw this question back at you. Do you think that Kenny Holland turned down a second round draft pick for him yet? No. So he never got. He ne- that was never offered. My guess is they could probably get a third. Okay. And, so why and, am I trading Jesse Plawecki for a third? Let's keep him and see what happens. Maybe. Right? And, I know I did a piece, Bob, uh, right near the end of last season, talking about eight or nine scouts asking what his value was, and the argument was whether he was a sec worth a second-round pick or a third-round pick. Nobody said a first-round pick. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be an interesting one to watch, right? Just because and there's a contributing
0: factor, and that's the cap space of the three million bucks. I mean. If he's not here, and you're probably replace him with about a million dollar player, then you have a lot more flexibility
1: with your movement come the 12th of October, yeah. right? So well, the the project gets impacted by his salary the project is awesome he's a young player with all the skills he's clearly a late bloomer in in many facets and you're not positively sure that he's still not ready to bloom there might still be a guy here there's lots of reasons to think that there's a good player but now that he's making three million bucks right the spotlight's shining brightly here you got to play like a three million dollar player now you're not making a million you're making three so there's you know it's this is the old saying, Bob, um what does potential mean? It means you haven't done anything yet. That's okay when you're making a million bucks now he's making three. Let's get after it or let's move along. yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one to watch for sure uh he might he might be the guy he might be a three million dollar player this year, Bob. well, if he is the I, one the one that he's if he let's
0: just let's just say he's here. If he scores twenty goals and has forty-five points, what if he did that on your third line?
1: What if you played him with—I don't know. What if then you?
0: Then they would have to sign him at minimum four plus.
1: Well, I'm not worried about gonna... later. Let's just talk about the
0: player. I don't care gonna... what he's making because uh, Poliaro, but it's three million bucks. So I'm—I uh-huh. I am thinking about how this is, is it... going to parlay down sure. the road for him. Well, he hits the home run if he scores twenty to twenty-five goals on the third line. The Oilers do too, because you got to figure if that happens, they'd have five at least 520 goal scores. If he
1: scores 20 on the third line, he's back to being a top six player because now you're going to put him with dry settle, right? right? or McDavid. So the point is, he said all this time in the top six and he hasn't turned out to be the player you want. In, in my books, he goes back to third line and he has to earn that spot again. Yeah. If he earns it, great. That's what I want. You want him to earn it. Yeah. It's hard to score it's hard to score twenty goals if you're not on the power play. Oh for sure it is.
0: Right? And that's where it's you know, you look at McDavid, Dry Settle, Nugent Hopkins, they're gonna be on it, and one of Barry or Bouchard
1: and Time more Bouchard, I think we could. One on. defenseman though, let's say, and, and who's the fourth forward gonna be? Is it gonna it's be Kane? Is it gonna, it's be, gonna Hyman? be Hyman or Kane to start? I sure like Hyman on there. Hyman's
0: a ready and Kane's a lefty. Yeah, There's so there your you two go. options. So, how does it open up with Hyman versus how does it open up? And and Hyman goes in ahead of Poyarvi. Oh, for or, sure. Or Yamamoto. Right? He's
1: a way better player. <laughs> I mean, he is Hyman's a way ten times the player Poyarvi is at you know, this do you, time.
0: Do you do this spec? Do you go? Do you load up the top six or do you go for balance? We well, had this. We I want to yeah. get into this. So they could theoretically go for the sake of argument. That's just if you want to put Poyarvi on the third line, we'll do that right now okay. for, the, for the sake of argument, and we'll load up the top six, which means. Hyman, Kane with McDavid and Hyman. And then Nugent Hopkins with Dreisaitl and Yamamoto. That's your top six. That leaves McLeod, Fogel, and Paul Yarby as your third line. Okay?
1: Yeah. That's one way to go. That's one way to go. The okay. other way to go is to go in, in groups of two. Right. So let's go Kane with McDavid yeah, and let, someone. Let's go Hyman with
0: Dreisaitl and someone. Hyman with Nugent Hopkins. Because they kill penalties together, too. Okay, you're gonna do that. Hyman with Nugent, Hopkins, Drysaddle, and Yamamoto.
1: What do you think? Um, yeah, maybe. You got three strong lines, like coming over the boards. You got three nice lines, right? Now you're a little, you're a little weak on the right side. Hyman's gonna have to go to the right side, probably. Where are you gonna play? Who's, who's the right? You know, Yamamoto gonna play with Drysaddle. So that's Paul Yarvey back with Kane. That's the point. Now you got Paul Yarvey on your first line, which is not what the kid needs. He's got. I just don't think that's good management of that player. Yeah. So, you know, listen, it's, uh, I wrote this today. There are no perfect teams. Everybody has a spot where they're a little bit light. For the Edmonton Oilers, that spot's on right wing. To their advantage is Hyman can go to the right side if he has to. You know, if you want to put him there, he's a good right winger. But they are a little bit light on the right wing. If there's, a, there's sort of a hole there. I get that. I'm going to give you a couple options of right wing
0: when we come back. One you're going to like, one you're not going to like. The one you're not going to like, the price point makes sense. The one you're going to like, the price point's going to be too much. But we're going to hit on that when we get back in orders now. It is currently 117 in Edmonton. 120 in Edmonton, all season long. The Order's Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Bob Stauffer with you, along with Mark Spector. Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Parking and admission are free. For more information, visit thehorses.com. Speaking of Trent Brown, Speck, did you notice that he is not eligible for the U of A Sports Wall of Fame? So he played four seasons at the U of A. He has a law degree, but he is not eligible because he didn't finish his undergrad there. Really? Really?
1: That's a strange... So you have people... I never finished my undergrad there either, but there's you know, no Hall of Fame that would have me anyway, so... <laughs> no, you and me both. So you have people that got...
0: I don't know if listeners are aware of this, but there was a time in which you could get a three-year degree from the University yeah, of Alberta, yeah. like back in the early 80s. Yeah. So you have lots of student athletes that are on the Wall of Fame that only played two or three years, mm-hmm. you know? I wouldn't re- say
1: lots that played three, but,
0: years there's, some, but sure. there's some. But uh, there's some that have got that are on the wall. Here you have a guy that was probably the best football player on that program for uh, you know a, a, certainly the five years that he was. He played four seasons there, so during the stretch that he was there, he was like an All Canadian multiple times. Yes, and would go on and, and he's probably one of the best former Golden Bears to play in the Canadian. Well, I would say it might be the best over the All last right. four well, years. Joe Paplowski was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Last 40, not last 50. Joe Poplowski played in the early 70s spec. No, no. Early to mid-70s at the U of A. No, I seventies, right. 80s in the uh, CFL. Right, right, right. Okay, fair so, enough, fair enough. So, here you have a guy who won a great cup, was an all-star a couple times. He can't even get in his own sports hall of fame. Wow.
1: He I, should sue I, his way in. He's a lawyer. Well, no, he, uh, he should litigate his way in. I, I might be the only. I'm I sort of like. I, here's maybe here's he the should list. hire you as a lawyer for for a, a change. Well, I, as you know, I almost
0: went to law school, but here's <laughs> just I, I had a problem with the LSAT. But but here's, here's, LSAT. <laughs> Mark, here's, here was spelling LSAT. Mark, here was here was when I was when I was the sports information director. So they'd have like this selection, this nomination committee, L. and then. Then they'd have us the, they'd go and they'd do whatever their Wall of Fame thing and then they'd go, Okay, here, you gotta do all the work and go put all this stuff yeah, together. Sure. I'm like, What? And yeah. then I'd sit there and go why are we putting well, this guy in the hall? Why are we putting this person and not putting this? Like this doesn't make any sense to me, right? Like, but schools have their rules, and that's yes, just they do. Have them. so I'm sorry. So there, you go. I didn't. I did not know that. Maybe they have to change that. You know, maybe you never know, Bobby. Yeah, well, who knows? So, so you had two right wingers. Two right wingers uh, here. Uh, two right wingers. Uh, no, we're not talking Jason Kenny. Or Pierre Polyver. Okay. Those were not the right wingers we're talking about. Yes. Okay, and I don't even think they're that far
1: right. So what you're saying here is if, if you want to put go back to the old system where you go McDavid, Drysdale, and Nugent Hopkins are your top three centers. So now you have depth. You're playing guys in pairs, right? Yeah. You're playing King with McDavid, you're playing Yamoto yeah, with Dry you're playing Hyman with Ryan, Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. You're short on right wingers. Edmonton needs one. They got they need well, one right They need, right a, they right need
0: right a right winger no matter what anyways. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. So Probably. Here's, here's the thing. I'm going to give you two it Now, we're going to take Patrick Kane out of the mix here because... He Patrick, makes
1: $10.5 million. And it's a
0: multi-layered trade that may involve a third yeah. team and probably doesn't happen until February at the earliest, okay? If he does get he made good summer fodder, though. Yes, yeah. which is always important. Yeah. So I'm going to give you two entirely different scenarios, okay? Let's hear it. One had a really good year last year. 19 goals 43 points okay scored a lot of goals earlier in the year when there were okay. some injuries on the team that he was playing for yes. uh, took a fair amount of face-offs won about 47% of his draw had a pretty good playoffs for the team scored three goals in the playoffs that got eliminated in the first round hey. he was looking to get paid he didn't cash in on the payday you know who that is? Evan Rodriguez Evan Rodriguez Yes okay. okay Now I am hearing that Rodriguez There are people around the Rodriguez camp That think that he can get 2 million somewhere in a one year Yeah, three. how old is he? Oh, 28 maybe? Yeah, 20, maybe 27 do, do you want to look it up? Brendan, have you looked up how old Evan Can you look up how old Evan Rodriguez is for us here?
1: He's a viable good player, but probably who would command more money than the Oilers are willing to spend at that spot. The only way they can make it work is, is move po- something. Paul Yarby would have to be gone for sure. Okay, okay. Well, then you're still light on right wing. He's 29. He's 29. 29, Arby, this, now, is
0: 29. Okay.
1: Uh, you, this is 29. Okay. But you you need to keep – you need to add a right winger, not the tracked one. Okay. So
0: the other option is Jake Furtana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm just throwing the scenario. I would only bring him in on a PTO. Okay. I, he did not play in the NHL last year. Uh, he was acquitted. Doesn't mean that there's not a civil charge coming at some point, but criminally he was acquitted. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll tell you, he looked a couple years ago like he was on the precipice of becoming a player and yeah. then didn't take another step and regress, but he had the off-ice issue, and then he went over to Russia. The guy is a bigger physical guy that can hit a bit. Okay. He has a right shot.
1: Not good enough. Okay. Not a, he has talky sense issues. Always did in Vancouver. Okay. He does not see the ice well. He is not uh, considered to be a smart player. You can't collect those guys. The things that they say about Jesse you Pogliarvi when it comes to Hockey Sense are the things they've been saying about Jake Furtanen for a long time. You can't collect those guys. Every team has one guy like that, maybe two. But knowing that, I so don't bring that even player. So you bring him in on a PTO? Nope. I don't bring Jake Furtanen
0: Okay, now we're going to bring in Brendan Escott. Brendan, what do you think?
1: I, uh, To me, the,
0: they paid him too much money coming off of that year. He played 69 games that year, 18 goals, 18 assists, career highs. I, I'm not convinced he's getting anywhere near that again in in this Oilers roster, so to me, not worth the risk. What about Rodriguez? And again, it'd be a double play because you'd have to turn around and move theoretically, pull RV out to get him done. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you're not bringing in another right winger to add to the pile, then you have to send one right out the door. I don't think he's moving the needle enough. Well, they need another right shot. Uh, Rodriguez is an interest. I, I thought Rodriguez, you know, was... Now, there's a left shot... I think he's a left shot guy that is a use. He's strictly a bottom six guy. He does hit. There's no question about that. Plays with some edge, can kill penalties. I'm pretty sure he was out in an orders development camp once before. Who's that? Zach Aston reese
1: hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what you're doing here is you're trying to bring in some depth. The so problem is you got lots of left shots. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. Like, I guess the, here's the order's biggest they problem. They probably need another right shot. Yeah. When we look at their lineup, I see the need for, like right now, if you put Hyman on the left side, their best right winger is Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah. Right? He can't be my best right winger. You're honestly. not gonna you're not gonna But you're not p- they can't afford a guy well, that's better than him. So <laughs> that's the problem. Like wait a right? sec here. You're not putting you've got a
0: Kane on left wing. Okay. Yeah. You got one of Newton, Hopkins or McLeod on left wing. You got Fogle on left wing. You got Yanmark on left wing. Why would you play Hyman on left wing and bounce all those guys down? And okay. Orders?
1: You got Holloway in the mix here too.
0: And uh, you got and, and you got Holloway. And Holloway is helping himself as we speak. And I will tell you why when we come back. And then we're going to change it up a bit here on orders. Now we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.